Everything you know about health is about to change. Welcome to Straight Talk on Health with Dr. Vincent Medici. Sometimes people suffer, not from lack of faith, but from lack of knowledge. This is the show that changes that. If you are tired of being sick, tired of not getting answers, tired of spinning in circles, for healing is not a mystery. It is a miracle that you were designed to experience. It takes hard work and real knowledge. It takes patience and time. It takes the education this show can provide. So get it straight today. Here's Dr. Medici. Good morning. I'm Dr. Vincent Medici, and it's 2021, as you well know, on a day in Southern California that, I mean, people, what they'd give to live in this kind of weather. The air quality index is low. There's no wind. It's just absolutely gorgeous. I hope you did something for 2021 in the early morning for your health. Because this show is a perfect complement to it. Now, I promised you last week I would stop getting political. And I will for the most part. But you see, I'm in touch with a lot of people. So I got to tell you a little story. About a month ago... This guy I know, he's a client, he's a movie actor. Well, he's had some real success, but, you know, people in film are struggling now. At any rate, he got a bit part in a soap opera. He had to get four COVID tests to do a two-hour two day. His piece was small. But it is so cockeyed and backwards in the film business right now that just to do a simple bit part on a soap, a guest appearance on a soap opera, it took four different COVID tests. That's how tight things are. You know what these are now because they're growing in the public sector. Everybody's getting used to what this thing where they stick something up your nose right you know that nose picking thing they do you go to the hospital for a stubbed toe you think you broke a bone and you ain't leaving unless somebody sticks a q-tip up your nose and if the person's not skilled it hurts if it doesn't hurt it burns god knows what type of disinfectant is on that or whatnot but you're all getting used to this now and depending on which state you live in, whether you have a state of the republic versus a communist state, you're going to get more or less of this. And this is going to be going on for a while, as it is. Less in America and more in other places. This is called a PCR test, polymerized chain reaction. PCR, I've done myself in my labs and I think at this point, you ought to know what this is and understand why it's basically fundamentally an idiotic test that tells you nothing. Now, that may be news to you since all you hear is the absolute vital significance of getting the test. And while, yes, on a certain level, there's some relevance to it, by and large, for the most part, it is idiotic. So today's show, at least in the first quick half wants to lay down some of the basic argument behind the fact that the test is stupid then we'll get to other parts 
that are less about PCR and more about just health. In addition to which, as I told you last week, although I didn't fulfill my promise last week, I'm going to do another half an hour. I'm going to add to it. So I will post to my website, that's straighttalk.cc, not .com.cc, straight talk with two T's, oh, one hour to an hour and 15 minutes to expound on what I discussed today. And that's kind of my format, which I like, because when you're having your, your breakfast, I don't want to get too overwhelmingly technical. But here's the bottom line. The public has to start understanding more about genetics, about PCR, because unfortunately you're being duped by it. The world economy is being crashed by it. By the way, did you hear, those of you into Revelation et al., China declared by 2022 it will be cashless. I want you to spread the word on that, and I'm not even being political now. I don't know what I'm being. This is important. You know this. China is going cashless by 2022. Please vet me, fact check me. But that is out in the world economy now. And there's about eight countries that are going to go with it. And their currency, I'm not sure what that's going to be, but they're going to gold back it. So unlike the American dollar, which isn't, I mean, backed by gold, that's a joke. China is trying to pull the rug out from under our feet, and you can love them, hate them, be for Trump or Biden, it doesn't matter. One clear thing is, that is an economic power that is set to bring America to its knees, and I don't think anyone in their right mind can deny that. Republican, Democrat, etc. Just wanted to bring that up, because along with that is this virus. And we're all bending backwards to find out whether or not we test positive for it. And we're using what we call PCR. So let me briefly give you some sense of PCR. And again, on the website, I'm going to get into it more, more clearly and more precisely. Here's the deal. A virus is a string. It's just basically a string of a succession of what we call nucleotides. And whether it's a DNA virus or an RNA, I won't get into the difference between DNA and RNA because both of them are a string of nucleotides, RNA being a little bit different. So I just want you to think of like, a, you know, a bracelet that's put together with beads and you wear it around your wrist and you cut it and then you hang it up in the air and you see your bracelet is just a string of beads. Just remember, each bead is a nucleotide. It's a component part of the bracelet. Each bead is a component part of the virus. And each bead is called a nucleotide. Adenine, guanine, cytosine, thymine. For your DNA string of beads and for your RNA string of beads... Instead of thymine, we bring in uracil. So no thymine, that's specific to DNA. And instead of thymine, for an RNA virus, which COVID is, coronavirus is, you replace it with uracil. At any rate, doesn't matter, not relevant. What you want to think of when we say virus, COVID, is a string. Only on that string... For COVID, 
is a very specific sequence. If you add on the bracelet in certain order, any combination of adenine, guanine, cytosine, uracil, in whatever order you want to do it, and then add 30,000 beads. I think COVID's 30,000 nucleotides. It may be less. It's not important. 25 to 30,000 nucleotides floating around, say, in midair that shoots out of your mouth when you cough, accompanied by maybe, you know, 50 trillion other viruses, whatever it might be, is what you really call COVID. Now, in the case of COVID, which is not airborne, meaning that string of nucleotides can't exist by itself in the air, it's in liquid, and that's really a droplet. And that droplet that comes out of your mouth or your nose or whatever is encased in water which is mixed with mucus because it comes out of your mouth or your nose or whatever. And that's kind of the way you look at it. Now, when you breathe that in from somebody, one of the common places that 30,000 strand of RNA beads will hang out is up your nose. Could also be in your lung. We could take that speculum, we could take a pincer, stuff it down your, your bronchial tubes, hit your lung and tear out a piece of your lung, and probably they'll start doing that, at least in New York fairly soon. And we could call that another way to get some tissue to see if you have the virus. But of course, right, we don't do that because your lungs would not like that. You'd get sick. But the nose is a pretty easy place to get this. Now, we could go into your eye and scrape out your eye and blind you, but we're not doing that yet either. So our issue becomes, look, if you do have this virus in you, if you're a threat to society, if you need to be sequestered, if you need to be thrown into a FEMA camp for two weeks to two years, how do we know if it's you? We test you, but we've got to prove you've got it. And so what we do is, is we go on your body to where we can get it without hurting you too much. And so we go up the inside of your nose. And if you have someone that knows what they're doing, it's not painful. If you have someone that doesn't know what they're doing, well, they can hurt you anyway. You could have your tailor stick their pin through your eyeball by accident. I mean, properly done, a PCR test, you know, the speculum, the swab up your nose, doesn't hurt. It may stink. You may have red eyes all day. You may get a slight headache. Some of my more sensitive clients have that reaction, but by and large, it's pretty smooth operation. So now, if, and I'm saying if, if we got one bracelet or two bracelets worth of this COVID virus on our speculum, we take it, I am so good at explaining this stuff, it amazes me, after I learn it and do it. And that's my point. This stuff is easy. If you get it explained to you correctly, if you have some cockamamie 
professor or lab tech or whoever trying to impress themselves with their knowledge and not teach. This stuff's impossible to understand. And, of course, that's the way we keep you, the public. We keep you in an impossible state. And then we cross our hands and we act superior, so you'll just bow and listen. And I hate that. So, there may be one virus, right? 30,000 beads on the bracelet up your nose. Or two, or three. Well, when we stick that Q-tip up there and pull it out, we don't know. We don't know if there's one or none or 50 gazillion. So what we do then is we take whatever you got, and you may have nothing or you may have a lot. You may be very infected or not at all or a little bit. We take what's on that speculum and we throw it into, of course, I'm skipping some big pieces, but it's not relevant. We throw what's on the tip of that speculum, that Q-tip, say, into what you call a thermocycler. The thermocycler is a machine. I have one. It costs $30,000. I got it years ago from a scientist. It's obsolete. It's a dinosaur. I don't use it. It's stuffed away somewhere. Because the thermocycler, the PCR machine of 10 years ago has been replaced by PCR machines now that cost $1,000. You know, it's kind of like what happened with the radio and all sorts of communication technology. Remember in Japan... Every year, the Japanese would make one that was better and cheaper and better and cheaper. Same thing with PCR, like just computers. It's the way electronic technology goes. So you can get one today for a thousand bucks. So I've used them quite a few times. Anyone that's got a degree in science will have used these things. But to the public, this is like magic. They have no idea what they are, what they mean what they don't mean. So, up there in your nose, when you're online being tested, before they send you to the FEMA camp, they stick this thing up your nose to see, ultimately, if you've got the virus, if you're a danger to society. And then they take what may be the virus on the end of this swab, and they throw it into a thermocycler, a PCR machine. Now, Here's what you have to understand. The thermocycler multiplies the genetic sequence of the virus. It multiplies it, whether it's 20 cycles, 50 cycles, whatever. What it amounts to is it'll take, if you had one virus, let's just say, you had one virus. I'm talking one. I mean, what a joke. One virus? If you had 100 viruses, it's meaningless. You're not in danger. Nobody else is. If you had one virus, that thermocycler will magnify it millions and millions and millions and millions of times. Think about that. You have a very small number of viruses. 
in parentheses, which means you're not a threat to anybody, which means your immune system's going to handle this easily, which means you just breathe in through your nostrils some of the snots that somebody else blew out into the air, which means you're going to be fine, which means you're never going to know you were sick 99.5% of the time. But you've got just a very tiny amount. The thermocycler magnifies it, and depending on the test... They can magnify it into a colossal, colossal number to the point where you will test positive. Ooh. Then Dr. Fauci and all the fine governors of America can come in armed and take you to the FEMA camp. You see, your friends can look the other way. Your associates at work can talk behind your back you're going to go into quarantine. Now, here's why this is a joke. It is a joke. It's a joke. It's a joke. It's a joke. It's a joke. PCR is used. It was invented by Kerry Mullis, who unfortunately just died recently. Brilliant, brilliant man. He was a surfer. I met him once down in Southern California surfing. He passed away, unfortunately. A true scientist. He invented it. Didn't make a lot of money off it. Kerry Mullis is the guy that was called to testify on behalf of PCR as a detection technique. He was called in to testify during the O.J. Simpson trials. PCR is used for detection, but it's also used for amplification. When they multiply it millions of times, sometimes what they're multiplying is not a virus. They might be multiplying growth hormone, something we need, something that if we could multiply it, we could take what we multiplied and sell it, like growth hormones to midgets. Literally. It's used this way. PCR is used for detection and amplification. Really, it's for amplification. Detection? You got it? You got it? It's a joke. And the reason in terms of infectious disease it's a joke is because we are all... Check the epidemiologists that they've censored now. We are all eventually going to test positive for the COVID virus. We are all going to be exposed to it. There is no such thing as it ain't gonna get into our system. This is the kind of thing that's gonna be around for a long, long, long time. And sooner than later, enough of this will be exposed and because it is not so lethal at all, because it's not so lethal at all, our natural immunity will provide resistance. It will die out. Now, I don't want to get into how we could speed this up with a vaccine and should we do the vaccine or not. I'm not touching it. Not relevant. I want you, my audience, to understand that we're all being exposed. 
And this idea that we're going to limit exposure, even if it's correct that a face mask and everything else is going to limit exposure, it's not going to stop exposure. So as we keep testing, which is what we're doing now, you're going to see the case numbers go up and up and up. That's supposed to happen. It's going to happen. Anyone in epidemiology, anyone in infectious disease, anyone anywhere will agree with that. Most of those guys are censored. But even Fauci will agree with that. So for as much as, yes, hide under a rock with a face mask over your head or a goldfish bowl and don't look and talk to anybody except people you live with in the same house. For as much as one can say we can reduce exposure, you don't stop viruses. What stops viruses is immunity. But my main point right now is what's happening because we're being tested now rampantly with this quick, fairly easy PCR test and that they're taking What's in you sometimes and magnifying it millions and millions of times to the point where you test positive is giving you a false positive. A false positive in the sense that it doesn't tell you the amount you've got. It doesn't tell you that, hey, with the amount you just sucked in because some person across from you snotted on you. It doesn't tell you that with that tiny amount your immune system's going to handle this lickety split and you're not even going to know anything happened in fact it's not going to tell you that your t cells as in thomas not your b cells as in boy your t cells are going to handle it with cytotoxic t and a few other types of bombs that they throw at this virus you won't even have an antibody response as we've proven don't you want to spread this show to your friend Get one of your liberal friends who are hiding under a rock right now, petrified, like the mothers I see all over the trails and tracks throughout Southern California, putting masks on their kids, having their eight-year-old, nine-year-old children sprint through a running track or on a trail with a big, fat, black mask on their face. Send the show to them. Ask them to fact check. PCR is for detection, but because of the amplification, because it magnifies, because it multiplies in the thermocycler, whatever nucleic sequence it extracts from the the speculum up the nose, it's not going to tell you the amount you have. And if you think... That getting, you know, I'll just be hypothetical now. A few million viruses up your nose means you're in trouble. Think again. Think again. The question becomes, how much did you get hit with against how much immunity do you have? So we're going to play it really safe. And we're going to test everybody in the world. And after we test every day, everybody in the world, we're going to know in any given moment who needs to be separated from society. This is insane. It is not the way it works. It is not the way it ever worked. It's not the way we were designed to cope with infectious disease. If we had an amount, truly, 
I'm telling you this truly. If we had a way to know through PCR testing the amount of virus that you had inside you when it tells you you were positive, I might back that one up. I might even be a lot more liberal about this. Because if one person's got 10 million and another person's got 50 quintillion, those two people are in a completely different risk state. And there is a number below which even a weak person doesn't have to worry. This is what we don't understand. The public doesn't understand. It's the amount of virus. PCR tests are not telling you the amount. And against another reality, PCR tests are stupid. And that other reality is everyone's going to be exposed. Everyone. And this is the thing. All right. I hope that helps. I'm going to do a second half to the show later, and I'm going to put on a lot more specific stuff, show you what a thermocycler is, so on and so forth. And it's 2021. I mean, look at the gift of this weather. Get out there in the sun. Right? Can't do that because of skin cancer. Right. Then can't wear reading glasses. Got to get the Lasix. I was out in the sun too much for 30 years. I've got cataracts. You've got to get the sun. Be exposed to the very early morning sun in nature. Get your feet in the earth. Move your rear end till you sweat. If you can't walk, crawl. Find a nice property and crawl. Move your blood. If you're in a wheelchair, build the arm strength to hoist yourself out of the wheelchair. Do it. What's happening across the board, guys, is too many people are sedentary because we're all being told to hide under a rock. Now, perhaps, say, if we do have a new president, his last name begins with a B. If we have a new president and now this 100-day thing starts, and I don't even know what that's going to mean, but it may set an even more sedentary tone to the next three to four months. As we keep hearing, because we're testing now, we have nothing else to do, so why not test? You're going to hear the cases are going up and up and up. Now they've started to think about the new strains. You see? You do see. Well, you know, a lot of times I feel like disgusted repeating myself. And then I think, well, in fact, if it wasn't worth repeating then by now people should be listening. But obviously, nobody is. Not enough people are. So I guess really, you got to keep saying it. Too many people are not moving. Too many people are losing connection to the resonance of the earth. Too many people are living a synthetic, sedentary life. Go see The Matrix. How many of you have seen the film The Matrix? I will bet you that at least 50% of my audience has not seen The Matrix, the first Matrix. And see it until they get to the scene where you see where and what's happened to mankind. Because I see that clearly happening right now. And you have an obligation. I don't care if you're blind, deaf, 
or cripple. I don't care if you're old. I don't care if you're young. You have an obligation to tell other people who don't understand this that the matrix is on the way. And as Christians at all, we have an obligation. If you're lost in the labyrinth of poor health, 714-850-1007, give my office a call, come in, wear your face mask, get the counsel you need to get out of the hole you're in. God bless you. I'll see you next week. Okay, that's a wrap. Don't forget to get to Dr. Medici's website at drmedici.com to look at the pictures and review the show as often as you wish. See you next week.